0: Hey everyone, it's Sensei Victoria Whitfield here, your journey partner in business, welcoming you back to episode 166 of the Journeypreneur podcast. This is your source for channel holistic stress management techniques, guidance, inspiration, and motivation from the best to stay on your path to rapid financial ascension and massive impact as a conscious entrepreneur. So in this podcast episode, I get the pleasure of interviewing and sharing with you a friend of mine, Julia Hickman from the Petite. Fastinista.com. That's Fastinista.com. And she is an amazing lifestyle and fitness coach and I'm so excited to get to share her story and her work with you. Welcome to the podcast,
1: Julia. Hello, Victoria. I'm so excited to be here and chat with you today.
0: Ah me too. let's do it. So. Yeah. Maybe- The very first time that someone is getting to see you, hear you, learn about what you do in the world. So if you could, in your own words, could you share with us what exactly it is that you do, but especially what are the three things that you're known for? Could you tell us?
1: Absolutely. So I am an online lifestyle and fitness coach, and I work with busy female professionals and entrepreneurs, and I help them make fitness and healthy living something that improves rather than consumes their lives. So what that really means is I help them. um, I help them like shatter the belief that they need to be in the gym, working out for hours and hours and hours, or they need to be eating lettuce and like perfect little like portioned out pieces of like grilled chicken every day. Um, so that, you know, basically they they don't need to give up all the things that they love and they don't need to give up all the time that they have, whether, you know, they have children or they have busy careers or businesses, they can still fit it in. Um, and I help them, I help them squeeze it into their busy lifestyles. Um, and the three things that I'm known for, Hmm. So I would say, depends what you're asking, right? But, um, if you're asking my clients, they would tell you that I am known for my quick and efficient workouts and my, my sweet, but no nonsense, uh, attitude when it comes to, you know, just getting it done. Like there's no such things. Oh, I don't have time. I'm like, well, do you have 10 minutes? We all can find 10 minutes to do a quick workout. Um, uh, <laughs> so that is number one, probably, if you ask my clients. And um, if you asked my friends or um, my my family members, they would probably tell you that I'm known for my discipline. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a runner, I run marathons. Um, so I, I have that. That discipline of just getting up, even on tough days, even on cold days, uh, getting out there to get in my runs, um, and you know, sticking to a plan, even if things don't go exactly the way I wanted them to, I still do the best that I can. And number three, I was having some trouble thinking of a third thing. I would probably say that um, I'm also known for hmm, I'm known for being a good friend somebody who somebody who likes you know people but i'm also i also like my time like i also like my alone time um so my friends would probably tell you that i can sometimes be hard to get a hold of because you know sometimes i just need a day to like stay away from my phone and um needs a recharge and you know get get that energy back so that i can do the things that i do um the best way that i can <laughs>
0: I love that. I love that. Being loving and balanced. Yeah. Not just um, being like a love only to other people, but also respecting your own time and energy. And that's so beautiful that you embody that and exemplify that in your own life. You do it for yourself, I'm sure, but it's not, it's not for your clients, but that also in, in, my opinion actually makes you even more trustworthy. Uh, is that you're able to care for yourself and maintain your boundaries in your own personal life? Wow. while in business, so yay, so good, and that makes me curious though, because like, I'm I'm sure when you were you know in kindergarten and the. The teacher said, What do you want to be when you grow up? You, you didn't raise your hand and say, I want to run marathons and I want to be a lifestyle and fitness coach, right? <laughs> For women. But no. what where where did that come from? Um, did something happen that caused you to have the this epiphany of like, oh, this is the thing that I've got to do? Like, is there a story there? Could you share it with us? There,
1: yeah, there is a story. Um I can actually rewind back to kindergarten a little bit <laughs> if I can. Um, so I, w- I was actually born in South America in Paraguay. So I'm trying to think of like the nuns, what they asked me when, <laughs> you know, when I, I went to a Catholic school. Um, and um, yeah, I think, you know, I wanted to be a dentist or I don't know, something like that. Right. But anyway, so when I was in college, I studied business thinking that um, that I would open a gym. So I was into like, fitness was always a part of my life. I just loved, um, moving my body, challenging my body. It always helped me release stress. It gave me confidence. Um, I was always like this scrawny little, like I'm very petite, hence the petite fastinista. Um, But, you know, I wanted to be strong and I wanted to, to be healthy. Um, Osteoporosis runs in my family. So that was kind of a thing. I remember going like for a checkup once when I was a teenager and the doctor mentioned it. And I was like, oh, I gotta, I gotta learn how to lift weights because that's good. You know, so I, I got into strength training and fitness um, as a young teenager, really. So when I was in college, I wanted to open up my own gym and um, I didn't end up opening up a gym. I actually had a couple of different corporate jobs, um, and, um, got married, was expecting our first. And, um, we came at this crossroads where I was like, Hmm, do I want to like go back to work after my maternity leave? And, um, I was supposed to have this agreement with my, my boss that they would let me work from home a few days a week. And I I was really excited about that because I was like, oh, I'll still be around, you know, the baby. I had a long commute. So I I live in, in Morristown, New Jersey, which is like Northern Central Jersey. um, And I had an hour and a half commute. So I was like, I'm never going to see this, this kid if I, you know, keep this up and how much do I really love what I'm doing? I I liked it, but so anyway, they, right before I was supposed to go back after my maternity leave, they were like, oh, actually you know, we can't let you, you know, you gotta, you gotta come to the office every day. So I was like, no, what? So we made the decision that I was going to quit my job. So I quit my corporate job. At that time, I was already a trainer. I was, um, a CrossFit trainer, but I was just doing that like Saturday mornings as a, um, you know, just like a hobby. It was my husband and I were already working out at the gym and I was like, you know what? I like helping people. Like, you know, I, I was weak. I couldn't do these moves before, you know, I couldn't do these moves like two years ago. And now I'm, you know, I'm pretty good at them. So I want to help people. And um, so I quit my job and then I just took up, you know, took more clients. I I coached a few more classes and um, that's how it kind of slowly started. And then um, I ended up leaving that gym and then people came to my house to train with me. And that's where I saw the need. Like a lot of the the people that were coming to me were busy moms. So busy working mothers um, that didn't have a lot of time. So they couldn't come to me multiple times a week because either they had to travel or the husband had to travel or sometimes the kids were sick. You know, it was just not easy for them to be in person with me. So I was like, hmm, I've been seeing Facebook ads about like online training, you know, I've been reading about online training here and there, maybe I should start to pay attention. Uh, So I, you know, I just, I went for it. I, I was nervous. I was like, okay, I don't know that many people. It's not like, you know, it's not like I had my own gym. Um, It's not like I'm very well known in my community. Um, So I was like, what if like, what if nobody signs up, you know, but I started with the people that I knew And, you know, they invited, you know, they, they were able to refer me, they invited others. And that's how I built like my first online, like, I think it was like a six week training program. And now I work with people for six months and more. So, um, so yeah, that's how it started. It was just, I always, I always knew that corporate work was not meant for me. I just couldn't figure out what it was that I was meant to do. I knew that there was something else because I, like I said, I had, I had a couple of different corporate jobs and, um, nothing was just like, nothing excited me. Nothing was just like, I would move up a little bit and then I'd be like, you know, "Mm, all that work. And this is it, you know, like it was just, it wasn't lighting me up. And, um, now I get to do something that I love, um, that helps people that, you know, helps me, helps my family, so I, I'm I feel very very fortunate. Uh, so yeah, that is my story, and actually a quick story about um, the name of my website. So the Petite Fastinista. I started that blog actually when I was, um, I think when I was pregnant because I was documenting my runs while I was you know pregnant. So it was a it was more about running in the beginning, and then now it's you know we focus more on. Um, you know, on strength training and metabolic conditioning and, and we have yoga now as well, um, because I love the whole mind body connection. Um, So yeah, it's, it's a whole wellness um, program, really, that people come to me for not just not just exercise, but they want, you know, the self love, you know, like, like you mentioned, you know, I really, really, I'm a big believer that we need to start there before we can, before we can make any other goals, whether it's for fitness, whether it's for business, like you gotta, you have to tune into your self-love. You gotta tune into um, what makes you feel self-aware, what makes you appreciate yourself. And you gotta, you gotta spend time with that. That's uh, for me, that's like, that's what gives me the best results in, in everything that I do.
0: Absolutely. Oh, what a powerful story. Oh, my goddess. Uh, I love it. And what's so amazing is that in sharing your story just now, you walked us through the whole process, right? Of, you know what? What's great about you, Julia, is that you received your discontent and you received the, the lack of alignment with the, the job, for example. Of, you know what? I, I want to be with my kids. I don't want to be driving an hour and a half one, twi- twice a day going to somewhere where I don't really care. So receiving that discontent is huge. I know for me personally in, in my own journey, um, receiving that was the key to me leaving corporate or right? leaving working for others and committing to working in my business now entering my 11th year like there like being full time in a business to receive that discontent is so powerful but at the same time also i'm celebrating how you said you just went for it you're like okay you know i i may not be the biggest thing going but i do know a few people so like you know some of the like bringing them on and then they bring one thing leads to another when you just decide to start and to share your your gifts right the things that you care about you're passionate about it just it naturally starts to grow i couldn't agree more i couldn't absolutely, absolutely it's such a powerful powerful story and this podcast is dedicated To our sisters and brothers in business who are out there, who do have their passion, who are um, trying their best to have the courage to to share their gifts, right, to to get out there and make massive impact. And you and I both know that every so often we come upon a point in our lives or in our businesses where we could throw in the towel, right, maybe, I don't know if it's ever happened to you, I'm assuming, (laughs) but was there ever a point that when you started um, sharing your work, where you're like, you know what, maybe I should go back to corporate, right? Maybe I should get a real job, or maybe a friend or loving family member said, maybe you should get a real job, maybe you should, like, Did that ever happen where you could have thrown in the towel, but somehow you were able to, to not like, what, what did you tell yourself or how did you get through that? Because there are people listening in right now who could really be helped and supported in hearing that. Yes.
1: Yes. So I learned that being an entrepreneur or a journeypreneur, (laughs) um, it's, probably the the biggest self-development um experience (laughs) that you will ever have and it's a roller coaster it's definitely a roller coaster there's some high highs and there's some low lows um but just because you hit a low doesn't mean that everything is over and um I mean my business so I've been in business now for a little over two years and um Last year was a little bit tough for me. I was I was pregnant with my second, so I had I just I just felt tired the whole entire pregnancy. So I didn't have like my usual energy. Um, and did I think like oh maybe should I just like pause my work? Like should I just like you know, hit stop for a few months and then until I can get back on my feet like more? And then I was like, no. So I brought on a VA, I hired a yoga teacher. I had, you know, I had extra support to keep my clients happy and to, to help continue, you know, my my Facebook group and all that. Um, but yes, to answer your question, I did. And not just, not just that time, I mean, many times in a year I have, like, I think like, oh, is this like, am I on the right track here? So I try to ask, um, and I'm I'm guessing because you know Sensei Victoria, you know she she is uh she does have her you know you have your your woo woo side. I don't I don't know if that's what you call it, but let's call it a woo woo side, right? <laughs> so you know you tune you 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 get guidance from you know from your source from whatever it is that you want to call it, right? And you you ask for gu- like, am I on the right path? And so far I haven't had any signs that I'm not on the right path. So it's, it requires patience, you know there's no overnight success um, usually. I mean, I guess some people, some people maybe but for the most part, even even the things that look like overnight success, there's like, that's you know, the story or the many stories that we don't know about. Um, And also what I found is that sometimes when you're going through a, a rough period It doesn't stay there. Like anything can happen the next day. Like I, I had like, I remember I had a a month, um, last year where I was like, Oh my God, I have gotten no new clients yet. And I was, you know, I had a challenge that gave me zero results. I was like, Oh my God, I just spent all that time, you know, a whole week of like so much work and nothing. And you know what, the next week I got a referral. So I ended up getting a client who paid in full, and you know it's like so you never know. So like don't give up because you never know what's around the corner. And you know if it's if it's something that you love doing, there's there's a way. There, there's got to be a way. Like even right now, I'll tell you like uh, my business has, you know, I've niched down a little bit here and there. I started out with like busy moms, and I I work with. um, female professionals, entrepreneurs. My, my latest offering that I have is to help entrepreneurs during their launches. So I help them with the self-care, with the fitness, with anything that they need so that they can feel their best. Do they need reminders to drink water? Do they need reminders to sleep? Like I, I help them with that. Like it might sound simple, but some people just don't, like they just forget to do it or they just can't do it. Um, so your gifts, there's a way to, there's somebody that needs your gifts. (laughs) There's, there's people out there. There's what, like 8 billion people in the world. So yeah. So this was a long, a long-winded answer, but um, I think the, you know, the, the main takeaway that I would want people listening to get is like, don't give up. Don't give up. You never know what's around the corner.
0: (laughs) A hundred percent. This is, it's so beautifully said, so beautifully said, you know, it's the same intuition that guided you to leave corporate is going to be the Mm -hmm. same intuition that's going to carry you through um, all of the surprises and setbacks. I was just um, rereading through a section of Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, where there's a story of the guy that almost, that stopped three feet from gold. Yes, I love that story. Yes. And so he got out there, he dug, he actually found some gold, got all of the machines and stuff, and they drilled down, got one tray of gold and then kept going. And then it appeared that the gold vein had dried up, right? There was nothing left. And so, you know, couldn't pay anybody. So he closed up shop, sold the, the machinery. um, And a local construction guy picked up and said, wait a minute reached out to somebody who does calculations, right? For gold fault lines, He's like guys, guys missing out. He doesn't know how a gold fault line like works. All you need to do is drill down three more feet and you got it. And he did. And he was set for life, right? Hit struck at gold because he didn't stop three feet from gold. And this is what I feel like you're, you're sharing here is wow. that you could have, with with good reason, because you were pregnant with your second, just kind of stopped, like put a pause, but instead you pivoted, right? Called in your team to support you, right? Expanded your offerings niche down a little bit more. And look at that, like you are still going even, and like shout out to you, by the way, two years, your second year of business was arguably one of the worst years in mm-hmm. recent years. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so for you to keep going. This is so beautiful and I celebrate you in that God is well done. Yay. Thank you. <laughs> Such an inspiring story. And so I want to thank you for coming and and sharing on the podcast. Like before you leave, tell us where do we get to go to celebrate you? Where can people connect, um, give you likes, subscribes, five star reviews? Where are you at on social media? Let us know where we're we going.
1: Yeah, so I have um, I have a free Facebook community. If you're looking for for uh, support, for ideas of how to um, take better care of yourself, how to work out smarter, not harder. <laughs> So that Facebook group is called the Fit Femmes Tribe. So Femmes is F-E-M-M-E-S. I'm also, I'm on Facebook. Facebook is my favorite place to be. Um, But I am on Instagram as well. And that's the Petite Festinista as well. And I have a podcast. So the podcast is the Fit Femmes Movement.
0: So perfect. And that's the Fit Femmes Movement. Is that on iTunes? Uh, Like, what are your... Yes, you can find it on iTunes, correct. Yeah. Good. Check her out, everyone. Julia, thank you so much for coming as a guest on the podcast and just sharing all of your wisdom, positive energy. I can feel it, sister. Thank you. <laughs> thank you so much, Victoria. It was a pleasure. Absolutely. And so I'm going to turn it now over to our listeners and viewers. If this is your first time listening into the Journeypreneur Podcast, hi! Thanks for stopping by. Don't be a stranger. Make sure on iTunes you hit subscribe there so that you get the notifications first every time a new episode is released. And by the way... We love our Android users as well. You can find me at journeypreneur.podbean.com so that you can also subscribe um, and follow the journey here. So for our um, our iTunes subscribers, go ahead when you hit subscribe, leave us a five star review because that's where the comments box is. Mm -hmm. Let me know, this is episode 166. What did Julia say that really struck your heart that you really needed to hear? today in particular. That supports me um, in being able to reach more journeypreneurs just like you. That also anchors in the learning that you just received from today's podcast episode, right? It's all for one and one for all. And I want to thank you to those of you who have left your five-star reviews. I feel your love and support, and it's because of you and your energy that we're able to continue to deliver on this podcast. Thank you for your support, tribe. So with that, I'm going to wrap this episode up the same way we do every time. Please remember to enjoy the journey. Do not lose your glow as you grow in life and business. And we'll see you in the next podcast episode. Bye everyone.